Hi, and welcome to this edition of the Belmont Business Report, where we talk to different stores and businesses around town and get to know the owners and their businesses. So with us today, we have Dr. Tim Lavallee from Woo's Martial Arts, and I'm Emma Thurston, and we're gonna talk about your business today. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you. So when did you open your martial arts studio? Um, the grand opening was on the 12th, and I have the schedule up, and it'll be open five days a week, uh, well, six days a week, uh, Monday through Saturday. Fantastic. And where are you located? I'm located in 169 Belmont Street, um, so in south, uh, southeast Belmont. Okay, so you're across from Connolly's. Uh, yes, know? I'm across from Connolly's. That's it makes right. it easy to find. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about, about um, Woo's Martial Arts. and. Well, sure. Uh, it's named after my teacher uh, in honor of uh, what he's given me. I've uh, studied with him for more than a decade. Okay. And uh, I wanted to honor the fact that he has given me so much and, and uh, been sort of like a father figure to me as well. And so I put his name uh, on, the, on the, the front of the store and uh, we'll be teaching under that name. So. Oh, that's really nice. And so what's your background? Have you been a martial arts educator for long? Is this a new form well, I started, for you? Well, I started martial arts when I was a teenager, okay. actually. And, uh, you know, life makes you take breaks. I continue here and continue there. And uh, I would say that, you know, I probably have close to 30 years of uh, martial arts experience. Wow. Uh, and I've been teaching most actively in the last 10 years since I've been here in the Boston area. So. Really? That's fantastic. And, and what's your background b before martial uh, so, arts for teaching? Were you... Um, I, have a, I have a doctorate in a very obscure corner of humanities. Oh. <laughs> so, um, and uh, I've, I've done a lot of teaching both at college levels but also... Um, I've been really interested in, in sort of a different place, mm -hmm. uh, teaching science uh, to teachers wow. and teaching teachers how to teach science, teaching science informally. So I worked with UMass Lowell's uh, Graduate School of Ed and uh, with the Songus Industrial History Center mm -hmm. uh, up in Lowell. Oh, that's really fascinating. So now you're teaching, you teach all ages at yep, Woos Martial Arts, I teach correct? all ages. Uh, from four to, and I have a the student who's 94 right now. So. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Great. And so what kind of classes are you offering? You're offering Kung Fu and Tai Chi. Yeah, Kung Fu and Tai Chi, uh, Qigong, meditation, and things like this. Okay. And uh, so it's a traditional Chinese martial arts school, which means that um, I can trace my lineage uh, from student to teacher back into the 1600s. Wow. And so... Um, I, I, I can look back in time and say, okay, uh, I, I've learned all of these things, I've brought them in, and now I'm going to be giving them out to the public. And so, the, as a traditional Chinese martial arts school, you'll have a lot of students in the school. Mm -hmm. And among those who are uh, students, you'll find people who actually want to stay on and actually learn more, and learn more in depth. And they become sort of family members, as, so to speak. And out of the family members come your instructors, um, people who are working directly with you. And then out of, out of the family members also are those people that the teacher is going to say, hey, would you like to carry this on? Okay. okay. And wow. so this structure has been sort of transported from China 
yeah. here into the United States. And so sometimes I don't know when the Chinese tradition ends and the martial arts begins and the martial arts ends and the Chinese tradition begins. It's just being passed on. It's being passed almost on. Almost generation right. to exactly. generation, really. Yep. That's amazing. So so what, what are the unique qualities of Kung Fu versus other types of martial arts that we might see? Um, I, I, I would say that the body mechanics of Kung Fu tend to be a little bit more complicated. Mm -hmm. um, the, they have forms, which are sort of choreographed sets. And I've done both karate and, and kung fu. The forms in karate tend to be a little bit more abbreviated, shorter, easier to learn, uh, better for people who don't have a lot of patience. Well, it all right. depends on your teacher, too. Right. <laughs> and so kung fu forms, even at the beginning level, oftentimes are a lot longer, a little bit more complicated in their, in their body movements. Okay. Um, tai Chi, as I teach as well, uh, most people want to learn Tai Chi as a health-giving modality. Um, I learned it both as a sort of a health modality and as a martial art. Interesting. So um, people it, it, who want to learn how to throw someone across the room, doing, doing it softly and politely, right. can take Tai Chi. <laughs> and it's very meditative. Yes. It, it feels like it's very, it's body, mind, spirit, yep. kind of all-encompassing. In fact, uh, and, and this weekend coming, uh, MGH and Harvard Medical School with Harvard University, I, I, I'm the assistant um, Tai Chi instructor with the university with Master Yan Li. Okay. Um, there is a medical Tai Chi and Qigong uh, symposium um, that's being put on by MGH and uh, the university. Really as well. take a deep dive into that background yep. of it. That's really fascinating. So, what brought you to Belmont to look for a location for your well, studio? I, I've sort of retired from education mm -hmm. and I wanted to keep doing something. I love teaching. I'm, uh, before I actually thought of opening a studio, I've been teaching in three or four different places, uh, mostly Tai Chi. Um, so I was teaching at uh, Harvard Square, and I was at, at uh, Wellbridge Fitness, at Arlington Fitness first, Woburn YMCA, among other places. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, maybe I need to put it all in one place. Okay, so. Yeah. Um, now the business end of all of this is really new to me, so I'm on that learning curve, right? So yeah. it's like, uh, and I've had really good mentors um, who have been in martial arts businesses for you know 20 and 30 years. They're kind of helping me to navigate the potholes. Oh, that's great. To uh, uh, um, and you know do this, do this, do this, don't do this. That's that's you know, a really important really, really, really helpful thing to have, to have. a yeah. business mentor. Yeah, it is. And what's been the most surprising aspect of that shift for you, going from pure educator to also having to be an educator and run a business? I mean, it's it's a lot of work. What's right. been the biggest surprise I think, of that? I think I'm going to be doing uh, a, probably as much taking care of the business as I am uh, teaching. So mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm looking to be teaching, you know, three or four hours a day, mm -hmm. um, you know, three to four classes. Um, and, I'm, and I'm already finding that actually tending to the business is taking that much time each and every day as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's a, that's a, that's a big challenge, you know, having uh, having to take care of all the stuff on social media, mm -hmm. making sure I, I build a, a presence. How do I uh, develop uh, 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 folks to actually come into the school and to stay? Right. right. I need to pay the rent. Yep. Uh, and so. Uh, when I'm teaching in other places, I don't worry about the rent or anything like that. Yeah. I just step in for the hour and I'm teaching and then I leave for the hour. You can pack and then, up and go and home. Then I can pack that. up and go home. But <laughs> right. now, I, now I'm sitting up at night thinking, okay, did I do X, Y, and Z? Have I got all my checklists done? Okay. And so that's been a real challenge yeah. for me. And how has it been so far? I mean, how long have you been open now? Um, officially, 
I'm going to open in terms of the schedule on November 1st, but I'm taking students. I have a couple of students who just dropped by and started oh, taking some lessons. That's awesome. Um, and so a little bit more paint, a little bit more here and there, and uh, we'll be good to go. So we're getting there. I think, you know, it's a fantastic opportunity for your studio. Belmont has such a vibrant community of people looking for for after-school activities and, and activities for themselves, really, too. So I think that it's a really exciting time for you to be opening up. Sure. It's, it's um, Kung Fu is a, is as much a philosophy and a way of life as it is a, uh, sort of a physical activity. And mm -hmm. so um, being brought into this is really, you know, how do you, how do you create good citizens? How do, you, um, how do you deal with discipline in yourself? How do you... Um, deal with the spirituality, even if you want to bring into that. Um, the first martial artists uh, were really Buddhist monks, right. uh, coming out of this thing called the Shaolin Temple. You, people mm -hmm. have heard, heard heard of this. Uh, and in fact, on Saturday, there's going to be a Shaolin monk uh, coming to the the uh, symposium. Oh, wonderful! And I think that's that's also you know a great opportunity, just right now in the world. You know, everyone's so busy all of the time, and so being able to maybe look into something that has a physical component and a mental component and as you said even a spiritual component in a sense it's like yep. it's all in one really yep. with what you're offering here and um i'm, I'm concerned with uh, the whole person mm -hmm. in, in all of this and so uh, my teacher says in order to do kung fu you have to have a good heart excellent and so that means and he said that the kung fu will come back to you and work for you if you have a good heart and I take like that, that out into the world so that's, that's a really nice philosophy in general. Yeah. And, you know, that, that brings me on your website. I saw this wonderful quote called, or it says, if you learn one thing, you know thousands. I love that quote. Can you talk to me a little bit about the sure. background of that? A lot of times we learn things in sort of discrete little packets, right? And we learn, a, we learn a subject, you know, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and so forth and so on. But what oftentimes we don't see is that when you have an idea, all of a sudden it's connected out into the world to a web of ideas and just opens the door, okay? And, and so in terms of martial arts, you learn one technique or you learn one concept and all of a sudden you begin to see it working everywhere, okay? Um, and that at its, at its base level is, you know, sort of you learn how to do a punch mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the principles of learning how to do the punch, oh, I see that here. Oh, it happens here, it happens here, it happens here. But in the broader perspective, and as an educator, I like to think, well, you learn something because it takes you somewhere else, Yeah. right? Yeah. You just don't learn something and it, and it sits there because all of a sudden there's this world of ideas out there that one concept can open that to you. Yeah, and you take that and you apply it to other aspects of your life. Right, absolutely. And that's, as you mentioned, you, you deal with the whole person. And so you become, I'm looking for lifelong learners. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, up here and in here as well. Yeah, that's great. So jumping back to the, the process of opening your business a little bit, how did sure. you feel, like, was it easy to navigate coming to Belmont to open a business, or was it? Well, I needed to make sure that I understood everything, and, and so I asked lots of questions, and mm -hmm. I didn't take anything for granted. And I was told very clearly by other people who opened businesses, you know, make sure that you um, keep on the good side of the town and the people who actually have control of things. Mm -hmm. Be reasonable. Do it right, you know. Um, don't make don't make silly mistakes. Don't put them on the defensive, and then right. things work out well. And it seemed good good advice. Everything moves smoothly, and you know, it was, it was good. And how do you feel about the location? 
It's, a, it's an up-and-coming area, really, again. There's well, like you know, I, I really wanted to be where I was both around other businesses mm -hmm. and in neighborhood. So it's perfect because just on either side of the street behind me, all over, people are living mm -hmm. and people are using the space um, in front of, you know, as a commercial space, and it's a great little corridor. And you're on public transportation there as I well, right? I am 73, right? right? That's great. Right, in fact, right on Marlboro Street. So yeah, that's very nice. Stops. So what is your vision for the studio? Well, it's, um, it's a small space, mm -hmm. um, and so the classes are going to be really relatively small. If I get, you know, eight adults in there, we're going we're gonna to be full. I do have the use of the, of the basement, and we'll see how that works mm -hmm. um, as I get it fixed up. I have some backyard space. Maybe we'll do Tai Chi and meditation out on the... I landscaped oh, it out there, nice. so it's really yeah. quite nice. Um, so I am... In the tradition, a Chinese tradition, there's not a lot of room in Hong Kong or in, 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 in Guangzhou, so the schools tend to be really small. I have a Kung Fu sister who's got 3,000 square feet. Wow. Well, compared to my, you know, 600 square feet. Mm -hmm. a little, but that's all right. I prefer small classes, mm -hmm. lots of personal attention. It is. And, uh, and do things well. It's like having way. a small group private lesson almost. And I've been in yoga classes where you, you're... Right. This close yeah, together, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's a wonderful problem to have, and yeah. I hope that. And and, and uh, kung fu teaching, tai chi teaching, it tends to be hands-on kind of mm -hmm. learning. You know, you have to show, you have to touch people, move them, have them move you to be able to feel how things work, how your body stands, and so forth and so on. So. Yeah. And so you have programs geared towards children. Yep. Correct. I, I um, start at three. Excuse me. Start at four and go through 13 in terms of children. Anyone over 13, I put into adult classes. Okay. And so walk me through what a, a typical class for your, you know, your four and five year old would okay, look sure. like. When you're dealing with students who don't know their left from their right, and a lot of times um, have really just developing sense of where their bodies are. Mm -hmm. So uh, for kids who are f uh, four, five, and six, I do a lot of things that actually are somatic learning uh, activities. How do you step? How do you jump? How do you duck? Left and right, up mm -hmm. and down. And so there are lots of activities that, that are built into learning the martial art. So I'm not going to sit there and just force a, a four-year-old to sit there in a horse stance and do lots of punches. We'll get there. Um, instead, mm -hmm. can you jump? Can you duck? How do you, how do you time your movements? And so there are mm -hmm. lots and lots of different activities that I have to develop the person so that they can learn the martial arts. It's well. really about body awareness right, exactly. at that stage then. And so as, as children get older and they're a lot more aware of their bodies, you know, a 13-year-old is going to move very, very differently than a 4-year-old. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be taught a lot closer to what an adult would be being taught to. So. Yeah. And so that's always been a really fascinating aspect of martial arts to me as well is that that discipline, like not only are you learning these defensive mechanisms and postures and whatnot, but there's a lot of discipline that goes in with that. And so do you see that as something that's um, really beneficial to that 13-year-old that set that you mentioned, like sort of that time when kids are growing and they have outside influences and things going on in their lives? Like how do you feel about martial arts being a, a part of their life at that point? And um, it, for, me, for me, um, I started at 12, mm -hmm. and it gave me a sense of belonging, the place where I, when I stepped onto the floor, um, I wasn't being judged. I was uh, accepted. I was part of a, a group of people who were all doing the same thing. I had a teacher who was really interested in my development. Um, and so I think in that aspect, 
um, it's really, really helpful to, to kids to have a place to go and to, 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 to do this. In terms of discipline, uh, I rather t tend to think of focus oh, uh, yeah. rather than uh, discipline sometimes has a, has a little sharp edge to it. Yeah, a little in negative. the way that people describe it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'm going to discipline you. Well, I, I would like to think, can you focus and concentrate on one thing long enough to learn it, right? Um, can you deal with what's in front of you and, and for an extended period of time be able to put your effort into learning that type of thing? Oh, I like that so much better. And um, can you focus as well as what's going on in my body, mm -hmm. right? Um, how do I express myself physically in, in martial arts? And so um, I tend to think focus is a better word for me at least. I mean, discipline is a part of it, um, being able to control, you know, what you're doing and, and how you do it and how you approach things. Right. Um, and martial arts has a, a certain degree of etiquette to it. You mm -hmm. might want to go look at that in terms of focus uh, or in discipline. You know, um, they say that Kung Fu always begins and ends in respect. Okay. Uh, and, and so, you know, you bow in. I have an mm -hmm. altar, and the altar is really dedication to the teachers who have gone before. And mm -hmm. so I have my teacher's teacher, his teacher's teacher, and in and, and, for three generations, and we just pay respect there. Um, but we also respect each other. We, we need to respect each other, because if I'm going to be punching and kicking at you, you have to trust me. Very much so. I have to trust you, okay? And so you need to control yourself. You need to be able to, you know, if you ever get pushed down or fall on the ground and somebody's standing next to you who's done it, you need to be able to say, okay, right? I'm okay. I'm not mad. I'm not getting angry, mm -hmm. all right? Did I, uh, you know, I'm assuming you didn't do that in anger. And so the, all of these sort of relationships that come together um, need a lot of respect. Yeah, and, uh, and, 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 and look for that in my students and both adults and children. So when you step outside the school, think about, you know, the respect in the world around you. So That sounds like an amazing philosophy for a studio. Yeah. It's really exciting. So tell me a little bit about your... Um, your hours are you doing? I assume you're doing after school. Sure. Hours. Um, the earliest, I believe, uh, for the kids' classes, they're going to start around three thirty. Mm -hmm. So it's usually in that time from after school through the dinner time, and then later afterwards. I think my latest class is between eight and nine. Mm -hmm. um, adults tend to be a little bit later than the, than the students. They, they have lots to do. And you, do you anticipate doing a few adult classes? Yeah, I, I have. Uh, uh, since I'm an educator, I have a, and Kung Fu uh, has a curriculum. Okay. And so you'll be, as a student, um, once you've gone through a, a class, which is basically gets you started, right? Mm -hmm. It takes three or four months to, just to get you down to the basics. Um, you go into a core curriculum class, and the curriculum is um, designed to, to start you simply and to give you into more and more complex until you receive more mastery of what you're doing. Um, the kids' classes curriculum tends to be a little bit more simplified. I expect to take a longer period of time. Um, you know, people say, well, uh, why are your, your kids' classes shorter and why is it expensive to teach kids? Well, teacher kids are a, a little bit more of a challenge to teach than adults mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, sometimes not. I mean, in terms of enthusiasm, I, I like the, the children's enthusiasm especially. Um, and so uh, I'll be having classes for the kids, the three, I have three age groups that I've broken it down to, and then adult fundamentals, adult core curriculum, and mastery classes. Okay. And what are the three age groups for the kids? Uh, four to seven, 
8 to 10, 10 to 13. That's a nice spread. Looks great. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to leave us with about your business? I'd love to hear what the website the website is. I think we have sure. it up on screen. Uh, www.woosmartialarts.com. Excellent. Well, welcome to the Belmont Thank you community. So much. And, and I look forward to serving the community. And um, we do do uh, community engagement and involvement. Um, Awesome. Not only with we do lion dancing, so we're down at Chinese New Year, oh, um, and uh, in fact, I was just uh, I just posted in, on my Facebook page some lion dancing that we had done uh, for a business in, in East Boston just recently. Oh well, you have you're, so you're on social media as yeah, well, on so social everybody media, needs to Facebook go check that and, out, and, uh, and Instagram as well. Um, but we want to make sure that we're part of the community, and I'm looking forward to finding out um, about charitable things that we can do. Uh, I have a friend who uh, suggested, you know, have have food drives for the food bank. It's a great idea. All these things we're looking forward to engaging Belmont, Watertown, and Cambridge as well. That's great. Yeah, there's so many wonderful things that you can choose from here to engage in the community, and, and it sounds like you're well on your way to doing that. You're halfway there, so that's great. So thank you so much for joining yeah, us today. I appreciate you having me. Thank and you. And I look forward to sending all kinds of people to your studio and maybe checking it out myself. There's some... Uh, drop in, uh, drop in. in that's fine. You, you can uh, um, the free first class or two are free. So great. That's a great introductory way. If yep. you're not sure what kung fu is or tai chi or or you just want to check it out and see what it's all and, about, you and might find a website's way. fine. Social media is fine. But if you really want to know, come in and talk. So I'll sit down and make you a cup of tea, and we'll have a little chat. Well, that sounds fantastic. So I wish you all the best, and Thank I can't you. wait to hear how you're doing in a little while. Thank so. you very much. Thanks so much for joining us for this edition of the Belmont Business Report. We look forward to seeing you next time, and remember, shop local.